Let us be attentive. Make your vows to the Lord our God and perform them. God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. Let us be attentive. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Hebrews. Let us be attentive. Brethren, when Christ appeared as a high priest of the good things that have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, he entered once for all into the holy place, taking not the blood of goats and calves, but his own blood, thus securing our eternal redemption. For if the sprinkling of defiled persons with the blood of goats and bulls and with the ashes of a heifer sanctifies for the purification of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Peace be to you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be to you all. Your spirit. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Let us be attentive. At that time, Jesus taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him, saying, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and deliver him to the Gentiles, and they will mock him, and spit upon him, and scourge him, and kill him, and after three days he will rise. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Grant us to sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? And they said to him, We are able. And Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized, but to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, 
but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when the ten heard of it, they began to be indignant of James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are supposed to rule over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them, but it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great amongst you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be a slave of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In the year 1996, a Mexican-style fast food chain announced that they had purchased the historical Liberty Bell and that they would be renaming it the Taco Liberty Bell. Later that very same day, the press secretary for the White House announced that they would be selling the Lincoln Memorial to a certain car company that would then rename it the Ford Lincoln Mercury Memorial. In 2005, the media reported that NASA had discovered water on Mars and had actual pictures on the official NASA website. And those who went to that site to check it out, found a picture of a glass of water set upon a Mars candy bar. So while all these things, as you might assume, were announced on April 1st, and of course, but therefore, they were April Fool's jokes in the media. I'm reminded of April Fool's Day this morning because the great saint we celebrate on the fifth Sunday of Great and Holy Lent, St. Mary of Egypt is also commemorated in the Orthodox Church calendar on April 1st, which was the repose of herself in the Lord. Now, St. Mary's life is certainly one of dramatic transformation from the proverbial sinner to saint, from impurity to purity, from disobedience to obedience, and finally, from folly to wisdom. Now, the word fool is used around 90 times in the scriptures, and incidentally, almost half of those occurrences are to be found in the book of Proverbs, a book of basic and fundamental instruction for life. 
a book, indeed, we have been reading from almost every day in the lectionary during this period of Great Lent. So let's look into that for a moment. According to the very word of God, who is deemed a fool? Some examples, again, primarily from Proverbs. In chapter 12, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. A fool, therefore, could be said, is a know-it-all. He is always right in his own eyes and will not heed the counsel of others, even those who are reputed to be wise in the things of God. Chapter 14. A wise man fears and departs from evil, but the fool trusts in himself and joins himself with sinners. We can interpret this then that a fool enjoys sin and had bad company and will not depart from doing what is evil in the eyes of Almighty God, having no fear of him. In chapter 26, we read, Like a dog that returns to his own vomit is a fool that repeats his folly. So a fool never learns from his own or from others' mistakes and therefore repeats the very same errors again and again. Chapter 17 tells us, A man of understanding sets his face toward wisdom, but the eyes of a fool are on the things of the earth. A fool, therefore, has a greedy one-track, maybe materialistic mind, and has no thought about the future judgment or the world to come. He is fixated on this world and this earth alone. In the New Testament, Jesus relays the story to us about a certain rich man who had so much that he kept on building barn after barn after barn in order to store up all the goods that he had accumulated and kept accumulating. This man's eyes were only set on the things of this earth, the pleasures of this life. That is, on luxuries and the things of this world. He had no vision of the eternal, no thought of the eternal soul, of heaven or hell, or of God. It's what David said in Psalms 13 and 52, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And this is why, as Christ tells us, God said to that man one specific night, you fool, you are going to die this night, and then what will become of all your possessions? Indeed, what will become of your most precious possession, your soul? To be a fool, then, brothers and sisters, in biblical terms and what the scriptures teach, is certainly no prank or joke or laughing matter. It is obviously quite serious in the eyes of God and in relation to ultimate reality. 
for it means to finally forfeit one's soul. But of course, what is the opposite of folly? It is, as we have heard, wisdom. And what is wisdom? So turning again to the scriptures, primarily the book of Proverbs, they teach us the following. In the very first chapter, we hear that the beginning, the start of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. A wise person has reverential fear and awe of God and keeps his commandments. Chapter 2 continues, the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. A wise person therefore listens to God and pays attention, takes very seriously God's instructions for life. Further on in chapter 8 we hear, wisdom is better than jewels and gold, and all that you may desire cannot compare with wisdom. A wise person, therefore, desires knowledge of God and the holy things of God more than absolutely anything else. Think about when the word wisdom is proclaimed in the divine liturgy. It is said before the sacred readings, wisdom, let us listen before the epistle and the gospel. And again, we say wisdom before we all proclaim and confess the creed. These things, the word of God, the doctrines of our religion, are true and abiding and divine wisdom, heavenly wisdom. That is what is being declared at those special moments in the service. But moving on, even from there, wisdom is still more than all these things. It is not mere knowledge or understanding, even as divine understanding. Wisdom is a person. Wisdom is Jesus Christ. Paul declares this. He said, Christ, who is the wisdom of God. God, by wisdom, established the earth we read in Proverbs. And in the Psalms, how great are your works, O Lord, in wisdom you have made them all. That is to say, because everything that has been created was created through God's wisdom, who is God's word, God's son. The Gospel of God, uh, John declares this, through him all things were made, without him Nothing was made that has been made. Christ is wisdom incarnate. And therefore Christ, in personified as wisdom, again in Proverbs, speaks and says this, The Lord set me as the beginning of his ways for his works. He established me before there was in the beginning, before he made the earth, even before he made the depths. Before the fountains of waters came forth, before the mountains were settled, and before all hills, he begets me. Christ is the only begotten, the eternally begotten Son and wisdom of the Father, who is before all things, 
and all time. Solomon, supplicating God, cries out, Give me the wisdom who sits by your throne, saying he desires Christ who is seated at the right hand of the Father. So let us desire wisdom and not folly, brothers and sisters. Let us long for God's law, God's knowledge, God's ways, and most of all, let us desire, like Solomon, Christ himself, wisdom himself, that he may fill us with his wisdom, with his own life, so as to avoid the foolishness of this world, the foolishness of our own fallen minds, and the foolish consequences of forfeiting him who is eternal life and wisdom. Wisdom, in fact, Jesus Christ invites us by saying this beautiful word, inviting us to his spiritual banquet. He cries out, Wisdom has built a house for himself. That is, he has become incarnate in the house of the Holy Virgin. Wisdom has mingled his wine in a bowl and prepared his table. Interpreting this, we say he is preparing the mystical supper for us. Proverbs continues, Wisdom has sent forth his servants, that is, he has sent forth his apostles and prophets into the world, calling with a loud proclamation to the feast, saying, Whoever is foolish, let him come to me to learn heavenly wisdom and be initiated into divine mysteries. And to them that want understanding, wisdom says, Come, eat of my bread, and drink wine which I have mingled for you. Jesus here is saying, Come, partake of my all-holy body and precious blood. Leave folly, wisdom concludes, that you may reign and live with me forever. This is the invitation to all of him who is incarnate wisdom, Jesus Christ, our Lord. So to the all-wise God be power and glory forever. Amen.